some big numbers for you now. Since this time last year, a total of 75,469 people fleeing the war in Ukraine have been granted temporary protection here in Ireland. Just under 5,000 people have arrived here in 2023. There are just over 6,500 Ukrainians in homes offered by the Irish public and there are over 1,400 people accommodated under the Department of Housing Offer a Home scheme. Our reporter Ashling Maloney has been speaking to some of the first Ukrainians who arrived on our shores seeking protection to see how they're getting on in Ireland one year on. Our friend rang us at 5am and he told us that the war started. It was horrific for us because nobody nobody is ready for that. Nobody was ready. Nadia Otstavnova and Imish Iskandarov are a young couple from Mariupol. Nadia was an English teacher and Imish a volleyball coach. Their house was bombed shortly after the Russian invasion began. We left for the basement and we... Uh, lived like for a week in the basement. There is there is no water supply, electricity supply, gas supply. There was nothing. nothing. Yeah, and we had you know like small amount of food. They had no idea of how the war was going. Without phones, without and internet, anything. We also called like radio station, Russian propaganda station, and they t- they were talking Russian occupied Ukraine, so Russian they are winners, and yeah. they are you know no more Zelensky. He left no, we didn't know what the situation Sonia. in Ukraine was. They decided they had to escape Mariupol. The city was under siege by Russian forces, and they encountered bomb shelling on their journey out of the city. Our city totally destroyed. And after two weeks on the road, they decided they would travel to Crimea. Not an easy decision for them, they say, as it is occupied by Russia. want to stay in occupied territory. The propaganda signs and propaganda slogans and all of that through the whole Crimea. For Nadia, this is the second time she has had to flee from her home. She is originally from a city in eastern Ukraine that was invaded by Russia in 2014. After a stint in the hospital, as Nadia had to be treated for an illness she developed in the harsh conditions in the basement, they eventually made it out of Ukraine. And they decided to come to Ireland because of the language. Thank God that we are still alive because it's a lottery. We didn't know whether we were alive or not because we saw lots of... uh, dead people around yeah. when we escaped Mariupol, you know. Like. They were initially accommodated in a sports centre in Dungarvan County, Waterford. Anyway, it's better than living in a basement. You're nearly a year on from that now. Is it still as raw and as as traumatic as it was at that moment? Yeah, psychologically, yeah. yeah. We're still, when we are dreaming at night, we, yeah. we, we're seeing shooting when we are still in Marupa and we are gotten under bomb shelling and we are still in the basement and we are still... One year later, the couple are living in West Waterford. They were taken in by locals in a small house on their property. We like our neighbours and we just like to have some tea. Like From time to time we pop into their house. Sometimes they, pop into they have since got a car and they've set up a volleyball club in the town for both Ukrainians and Irish people. I asked them to reflect on the past year. Nobody has a guarantee that uh, the next day the war started or your family dies, for example, or, you know, what, whatever may happen tomorrow. But you need to, to remember today that you have uh, a good job, a good family and appreciate that. <laughs>
Out in Medelago, a small village in West Waterford, the local community refurbished a vacant parochial house and now two Ukrainian families live there. One is the Artemenko family. Olena Artemenko, her children Anna and Alexei and her mother Galina. My life was busy and I was happy. But suddenly it happened and we had to move. We had to go somewhere to save our children. So now we're here. I'm happy that our children are safe now. Of course, it's a countryside, rural area, and it's a little difficult for us. There is no transport here, there is no shop, there is nothing. But uh, we are very grateful for our neighbors, for the local people. Yeah, they support us very much. And tell me about um, your husband. She told me that I must uh, go with, with kids. You haven't seen your husband in nearly a year. Yeah. What's that like? It's it's very hard. It's very hard for me because um, we have been living together for 18 years, and it's for the first time we are separate. So, but we are planning to go home, to go back all together. We decided, okay, yeah, because because I can't anymore. What will it be like when you see your husband again? I don't know. <laughs> of course, I will be crying from happiness, but I want to see him a lot. Olena's daughter Anna is attending a local secondary school. Anna says school in Ireland, especially maths, is much easier than in Ukraine. However, she says she's even looking forward to returning to school in Ukraine when they make the journey home this summer. My dad, my friends, definitely the school. I really want to go to school. It's like the first time that I want to go to school. <laughs> uh, yeah, and just home at all. Like, Are kids in Irish schools, are they understanding of what you've been through for the past year? I think, yeah, most of them, but some of them just don't know that I'm from Ukraine. They think I'm Irish, like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, most of them don't know. And are you worried at all about going home to Ukraine? No, not really. I just I just don't care at all. I just want home. That was 15-year-old Anna Artemenko ending that report from Ashling Maloney.